Welcome back to Good Girls, presented by Hudap. We're your hosts. I am Michaela. And I'm Siobhan. On the Good Girls podcast, we will be tearing down societal expectations of the good girl, reminding the podcast universe that good girls are real people with valid wants, needs, and desires. This is a shame-free zone. Whether you consider yourself a good girl or a bad girl, we're all one and the same. This podcast is brought to you by the team at Hudap the alternative approach to commitment-free dating. This episode is all about smut and more importantly me convincing Michaela to become a reader. I'm I'm ready to have my mind changed. I feel like I say that knowing that I picked some of the most rancid weird fanfics to read to you. Is that a spoiler that I'm telling people that I'm going to read fanfics to you? Either way I'm excited. So we'll start off this episode with what is smut. Mm-hmm. Smut is a subgenre of romance novels that focus on more sexually explicit material aka your mum's mills and boons. Probably a bit the ones that I read are definitely a bit worse than what my mum is gravitating towards at the solos but nonetheless the vibe is the same we're all just trying to get horny from words exactly and everyone's got the things that they're into we're not out here yucking anyone's yum no and I feel like for me personally my smart reading definitely started in high school with Wattpad oh yes we're all the Wattpad girlies (laughs) we're the Wattpad girls gays and theys love it see I wasn't a Wattpad girl but I did spend a ridiculous amount of time on Tumblr and I feel like that's basically the same thing at the end of the day. Yeah, same thing, different bonds. Yeah. I quickly moved off Wattpad to archives of our own, which Mm -hmm. is where I sourced some material for today's episode. Yeah, that's another key thing that I actually think we should talk about. The difference between normal people, I'm acting like (laughs) authors are not normal people. (laughs) Regular schmegular people's writing versus like actual romance books. Right. And I don't know if I would say romance books with sex are smart unless it's like real. Right. Do you know what I mean? So like you've got... Regular novels that touch on all sorts of different topics. And then you've got romance novels, which are centered around love and relationships yeah. and romance, etc. And then you've got smart. Yeah, I think that if there is not a sex scene before page 80, 90, it's not a smut to me. Right. That's just a romance novel right. where they get down and dirty. You know, as romance involves. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be reading a book and I will know immediately, oh, this is a classic romance, so they're going to have sex on page 234. Right. Gotcha. And so I immediately closed that book. Yeah, I don't have time to wait to get that invested in the story and wait that long. No, and then I go to TikTok and see the most rancid, smart books I've ever seen in my life. We're going to start this episode with a few tropes smash and pass from Michaela to see if it yums her... If it wets her whistle. Wets her whistle, gotcha, okay. Okay, harem romances, which basically means like multiple partners, but she never picks one. She just fucks them all. Or he, harem actually is men only, but reverse harem is like when it's one woman and like three men. men. I support it. I guess for you though, not really your vibe, unless it's like one woman, three women. Yeah, and see, and that's great. That's fine. I think what I wouldn't be able to get into it purely because I can't relate and the element I can't relate to is just, I think I need an element of my smart to be like somewhat realistic baby wrong genre <laughs> see you and this is my the right genre <laughs> i like it obviously like a bit of storyline obviously there has to be a fantasy element because if it was just like every fucking day then where's the excitement in that yeah michaela wants plot from her smart okay 
weird vibes, but all, all right. right. Give me the next one. Give me the next one. Mafia boss. Yeah, I think I like that. Me too. I think we'll just like any power play, any. Yeah. There's one obviously more powerful. Yeah, like the regular classic employee. Yeah. yeah. Not from our experience. Yeah, not. Let's clarify that. Yeah. It's not. all fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about a different situation. Teacher student? Yeah, I can get behind teacher student. Only in a fictitious sense. Yeah. Let's go professor student. Yeah, we're talking university age. Yeah, we're talking older. We're not trying to be supportive of Pretty Little Liars. No. um, Aria. That man's had a history of hooking up with young girls. Yeah. I don't care if you didn't know how old she was at the time. But he did. Yeah. Exactly. He did. And they what got married? No. We're gonna we're gonna have a whole episode about Pretty Little Lions. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Um Enemies to Lovers. Yeah, I love a good enemies to lovers. I love it across the board. I know that it's overdone. I like, don't give a fuck. Ram that shit down my throat. Yeah, I'm here for it. Both figuratively and literally. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's a personal fave. I will consume any kind of media where that is the premise. Yeah, Bridget in season two, I'm insufferable. It's my entire TikTok algorithm and I'm not changing it. No, because you're living your best life. I am living my best life. Friends to lovers. It's a bit boring, but yeah. What about like friends with benefits to lovers? Nah, that doesn't do it for me. That's way too far away from reality. <laughs> I need it to be rooted a little bit in <laughs> truth. I just think it's boring. You You're know? like, I could live that. Yeah. I don't need to read about exactly. it. Like, no thanks. Regency dramas, like Bridgerton. See, I'm not, I probably could read it. I like Regency dramas, but it is really hard for me to deal with how men were supposed to be so stoic back then. I just read the Bridgerton book because I again I'm obsessed I am obsessed I'm mentally ill actually is the real answer but yeah like he's just a lot more angry vibes in the book yeah not mad about it though I was still reading it and picturing my gay king (laughs) I rue the day he decided to make that choice of course because absolutely a choice I chose so obviously it's a choice I make the active choice to flip flop the choices I'm making no choice the choices (laughs) I'm indecisive yeah I want it all yeah. Uh, yeah, like they're just really controlling, which again, I don't hate. That's not the right setting for me. I think I would just be annoyed. I feel like the reason it's the wrong setting is because it's not like built from mutual respect. Yeah. Not speaking specifically about the Bridgerton books, obviously, but yeah. like lots of Regency. Yeah, like I'm all for a power dynamic. I'm all for that element of it. But just like the I'm more important than you, I'm better than you in every aspect of our lives, deserve respect and you have to earn it is not something that I can get. Not the vibe. It's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. It's not the vibe. Agreed. Okay. Country romance. No. Hop up. You've lost me. Cowboys. Cowgirls? See, even then, no. Um, I'm afraid of horses. Okay. Clearly, we don't have a horse girl in our midst. <laughs> we do not. We do not. I'm also very highly allergic to horses. Okay, I guess that's forgiven then. Yeah, I found I that in an unfortunate way. I was not a horse girl, but I fucking wish I was. That'd be so cute. Yeah. I would love to be a horse bitch. Saddle club vibes. Yeah. I wish I was like out riding horses every fucking weekend instead of that one time a year when I'd get to go to Sunshine Ranch. <laughs> Oh my God, cute. And live my best life. I'm telling you as someone, I not only am scared of horses, am allergic to horses, I also now live opposite a pony club. And so I'm around horses 24-7, even though I hate them. to be. And in summer, living next to a pony club is a really awful time. Smelly. Smelly. So many flies. So many flies. Have you ever thought, Michaela, maybe you're the problem? <laughs> I think Maybe you should stop blaming the horses. I will not. <laughs> I re- simply refuse. I think they are the problem. I think... 
conceptually they are majestic creatures but I have too many negative things to do with horses to get behind something that is centered around people that ride horses okay yeah. yeah fake relationships like the to all the boys yeah, vibes gotcha. but gotcha. like make her hot yeah I think so I think I'm into that I think it's always obvious but I enjoy the journey I also love forced proximity which is oh there's only one bed mm-hmm. I love that shit I love it so much. I'm like, there's no way that every single motel in the entire fictional universe of books mm-hmm. is always full vacancy. You can't convince me. Also that you don't have a couch in your room, that you can't literally sleep on the floor. Like there are options, babe. There are options. But apparently not. But again, why are you in a hotel room with your enemy? Because it's almost always enemy lovers. In the first place, somehow here you are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Family sex. No. Wait for it. Okay. Sorry. I just dropped the gun on that one. I know. I purposefully said like that because I knew you would think that's where I was going there. Um, no, it's two brothers or two sisters loving one person. The classic vampire diaries. You really got me on that I one. googled like smart or romance tropes and I saw family sex and I was like yo! Hey now. You're crazy and then I read two siblings loving the same person. Right. But like way to bury the lead. Yeah, massive. Like you've already set me up to fail on that one. Yeah, you had me in the first half. You had me. You had me. <laughs> yeah, I think because in this situation it's obviously from the perspective of the lover not from one or other of the siblings is that how we're picturing this scenario like first person in the book would be the lover like fronted with the two siblings not one of the siblings as the first person yeah it's generally from the perspective of the person who is loved by yeah so yeah I can get behind that it's like a fun and concept but that'd be so messy in real life yeah it would be absolutely messy but I'm a glutton for chaos and also this is fantasy babe it's fantasy well you don't have to deal with the mess Hopefully not for long. You never know. <laughs> if you and a hot brother are in my midst. Cool. Imagine that you go home with someone to meet the parents and you meet their brother and you're like, oh, I got the ugly one. Just but- kidding. No one's ugly. I got you in the first half. <laughs> I feel like for guys, like you should always meet a guy in a group of his friends. You need to make sure that you're picking the hottest one because you're yeah. potentially just lopping off a bunch of different options. What is that TikTok sound that's trending right now? And it's like, homie hopper? Or what, yeah. is, the, what is the song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, be a homie hopper. Yeah, but just at least try and pick the best one first. Yeah, try and reduce the need to homie hop. Yeah, yeah. not that you can't. Girl, power to you. Okay, <laughs> so we've talked about relatively normal tropes, but... There are obviously taboo ones like incest, which I I coerced Michaela into thinking that's what we were talking about. (laughs) Kidnapping, forced marriage. Right. What else? When I was looking for stories last night to read out to you, Mm -hmm. I saw crackfic so many times, but I think it means crack as in when you watch crack compilations on YouTube, I think that is what it means. But every time I read it, I think it means crackhead. But I'm sure there is a subgenre of drugs related ones but but I want to pose a question to you do you think that these terrible real life horrible things should even be written about in a purely fantastical fictional sense I don't know because obviously on one hand this is made up this situation these people don't exist and what's the harm in simply making something up but at the same time I do think it takes away from real life experiences that happen to real people and that they have to suffer through in a way whether it's intentional or not does make light of those very real very scary situations yeah like the classic Wattpad joke and it's like she t- 
ties her long curly brown hair up on a bun. Dusting some pink eyeshadow on her lids, she walks downstairs to find who she's been sold to. <laughs> One Direction. It's like human trafficking <laughs> is a real thing. That actually happens to people. And yeah, I guess for examples like that, and that is anytime people talk about like So fucking funny. It's and so it's funny. always what comes to my head. Yeah. And that I think because it is so nonsensical that I'm like, okay, we can go to that extreme and we can have a laugh about it and you can still get your rocks off and it's great. When it's portrayed in a far more realistic sense yeah. and you're turning that realism into something that's supposed to be super sexy. That's weird. That's where I, I'm like, weird I vibes. draw a line. Yeah. You know? Okay. Fair enough. And I also feel because obviously those kinds of Wophead stories are written by 13 and 14 year olds, which is just crazy. Like the talent of children <laughs> to I really take my hat off. grip me by the throat for 48 chapters is really quite admirable. And people always joke about how the writing is so terrible on Wattpad books. However, I found a BuzzFeed article with the worst descriptions of women in books written by men. And I think I shall read some to you. Yes, please. She was about to cover her startled breasts. Yeah, my breasts often feel startled. Or her large breasts rippled in appreciation. Rippled. Her butt dipping and spinning two big round muscles like the rumps of mountain sheep. Absolutely not. She had to sit on the toilet some minutes waiting for the pee to come. Men, they were able to conjure it up immediately. That was one of their powers, that thunderous splashing as they stood lordly above the bowl. Everything about them was more direct. Their insides were at the maze women's were for the pee to find its way through. Okay. Okay. Did men take year 10 biology? No. Clearly not. Amazed to find its way through. Yet, oh, does your buttholes have mazes then? Because why does it take a man 40 minutes to take a shit? Explain it to me. I mean, we all know why it takes that long. Yeah. Hitting, hitting that G-spot, babes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The way my nipples stood erect, every follicle on my arms and legs becoming a tiny clitoris. I'm all for that there are many erogenous zones on a woman's body, but I do not appreciate having my hair follicles compared to tiny clitorises all over my body. I'm just, something about that simply does not sit right with me. I think anatomically it doesn't sit right with me. I think anatomically it would be wildly overwhelming. Yeah. Have you seen the sex scene in that cherry cherry bottom apple? play I don't fucking know Jerry are we talking about a movie yeah no it's a tv show and it was like a big thing on talk a few weeks ago and it was like she had a vagina on the side of her body no. I'm gonna send it to you yeah please but I have seen a lot of vagina and vagina associated content on tiktok at the moment like there was this woman that was walking around Context. the streets of some kind of city and had an anatomically correct diagram of a vagina oh and asked where the clitoris yeah. was every single one of them pointing to the pee hole yeah and then there was another one of the uterus the Flopian tubes like more internal rather than just like the vulva and mm. you know subsequent parts and they were asked to point out the vagina and by the end of the video they're like so collectively with all the people that we've asked today we have gotten every other answer except for the correct one we have ticked the box of every attempt for every number that isn't the number correlating with the actual answer I must be honest I get called out for that on our Instagram sometimes and I'm like okay cool I didn't take year 10 biology <laughs> I had 
admit it. <laughs> you got me. I admit it. But no. that is a part of it. And I remember, like, I've had conversations in this office. This must have been, like, a year or two ago. We were having a conversation about menstrual cups. Oh, yeah. And there was, like, a couple of people in the office that clearly didn't know the parts of their own body based on the questions that they were asking about menstrual cups. Of, like, can you still pee when you're wearing one? I'm like, yeah, bro, different part of the what body. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know if you were here or not. Girlie, I think I would remember. Yeah, but it was quite overwhelming. Can you poo with a tampon in? <laughs> like, completely Where are you putting it? Where are you putting the tampon? <laughs> if you can't, we've got a problem. Where are you putting it? No, please. <laughs> Tell me quickly. <laughs> I am concerned. Like, we just, everyone should know about their own bodies. Back to Google, baby. Every episode I'm on Google. Google's your friend. Female anatomy. Yeah. Her breasts were like pillows of dough. Her ass was like a mold of gelatin. Are these little excerpts supposed to be from like romance novels? I'm assuming. Or are they just from books in general? I think they're just from books in general. It's like I read Norwegian Wood, which is like Harry Styles' favorite mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. It was not super smutty, but like. There were some sexy scenes. There's some sex scenes in it. Sexy and sex scenes are completely different yes. things. Yes. There were six scenes in it and just constantly he was talking about her breasts, like the whole book. And I have questions for Mr. Styles. Yeah, love you babes, you can literally do no wrong in my eyes, but this is the book of choice because... Literally. No disrespect because I know it was a different time period when this book was written, different culture, but reading it in 2022 as a woman just no. didn't sit right with me. There's multiple paragraphs where he refers to two women as the big one and the little one. Mm-hmm. No, no. It took me literally 13 days to read that book because I forced myself to read 50 pages a day because I couldn't last. I couldn't handle more than that. No. Yikes. Without ripping my hair out. Yikes. was not for me, but I'm not going to yuck your yum if that's your favorite book, but I have questions. (laughs) I simply do not understand. I have questions. Yeah, there's just so many ways that men talk about breasts. Bellera shook her head, her breasts swaying as she did. What? you talking about i just they're two different parts of the body the head and the breasts are so i'll demonstrate for michaela <laughs> are my breasts swaying no they are not damn look i just damn and, it and this is the hilarious part about people talking so much absolute shit about the fan fact that teenage girls right i'm sorry but men grown-ass men that i'm gonna assume have slept with at least one woman in their life quite optimistic i mean i feel like one feels less optimistic yeah like one is fine maybe. at least surely, surely one. one surely one and you may not have spent massive amounts of time around naked women but you clearly have just taken nothing in like you have no really, thoughts are we surprised yeah there's just been no effort to understand the person that you're with yeah if you're gonna write about it the way that you're writing about it And I also think it's funny the way that these kinds of books talk about the anatomy of men and women. Mm -hmm. I made a little list of the different ways that they say vagina and penis in books. Penis is always like, cock, this is such a weird ASMR episode. (laughs) Just me saying cock and rods and dick and snake. Snake? Yeah, I've seen a a few of those ones. Mainly like cowboy romances. Yeah, well, it's on theme. It's always like very... Do you know what I mean? Like, I really as a descriptor, <laughs> it's like very hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like kind of word. Right. Whereas women for vagina, because you very rarely hear he put his penis in her vagina. Like uh-huh. you don't read yeah, that. Yeah. It's her warmth, oh, her yes. swell, <laughs> her wetness, <laughs> her folds, her 
opening. It's like always not actually descriptive of anything. Sometimes cunt, and I'm not mad about that. No, because we live in New Zealand where that is part of everyday language. Yes, I hate faults that really just inflamed something in me where I just I, that as no, a fair. word. Mm. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not a huge fan of that either. I don't like wetness. It's just weird vibes. When I read these books, I'm like, girl, stop this. <laughs> Look, literally think about what you're reading. Think about the words that you're reading right now and do some self-reflection. <laughs> Are you okay? And do I do that? No, I just keep reading. I just sit there in communal spaces, <laughs> being a nuisance, reading my little smutty smart and disgusting myself on the daily. But I think when you're actually reading it, you're not necessarily absorbing every individual word. No. As individual words. But then when I was like compiling that list, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I really be like, he parted her legs and went towards her opening. And I'm like, that's hot. <laughs> if somebody said okay? to me, may I lick your opening? I would literally no. laugh them out the room. Yeah. That is just not, it's just not for me. It's not for me. Okay. Before we jump into me reading some smut to Michaela, which is just like, if you know me, log off. Do you <laughs> Activate Spotify. No, I'm just kidding. Please, Spotify, don't text down because I'm telling people to delete their accounts. But please skip this episode. I've been humiliated a lot in my life, but the thought of someone I know hearing me ASMR read smut live on air, not live, but on air, humiliating. I think this is the beginning of a phenomenal audiobook career. What is that new audio erotica thing website or app? I keep seeing it all over TikTok. It's like those audio Mm. erotic things. Well, this is my audition for whatever the fuck that is. Okay. I'm just going to take a quick break to thank the sponsors of this podcast, HUDAP. HUDAP is a dating app with the sole mission of helping you get your rocks off with people who like to do it how you do. Say goodbye to swiping and hello to endless scrolling. Scroll through all your potential Cups and send a message request to the bang of your dreams. The good girls are all about being honest, open, and fucking kinky. So using my bedroom, you can add what you like, receiving or giving between the sheets and find your perfect match today. Download Hard App from the App Store. So I started out by asking Kayla what her three favorite TV shows are so that I could source some fun little I feel like you're about snippets. to ruin my favorite shows for me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me find Brooklyn Nine-Nine because that is probably Michaela's favorite show yeah say safely her favorite show first of all i immediately set the ratings to explicit of course because we aren't playing we aren't fucking around here no. we set the ratings to explicit i went to relationships to just have a little geezy of who some of the like top pairings are jake and amy is obviously really high mm-hmm. kevin and ray are nice. the next top couple pairing i'm not 100 surprised by that interesting yeah. i was shocked yeah Took me a minute to think who the fuck Kevin is. <laughs> Who's is this? Good, good. Um, then it's Rosa and Gina. Oh, interesting. Rosa and Amy. So Rosa and literally anyone. Holt and Jake. Interesting. Rosa and Jake. No, thank you. Rosa and Amy. Yeah. Gina Linetti and Jake. Mm-hmm. Then Charles and Jake. Interesting. I'm not surprised that Rosa has been paired with pretty much everyone. Yeah. That is unsurprising. That is unsurprising. So obviously I had to pick my personal favourite. Yeah, so I picked pretty clearly I picked Jake and Charles. 
my god. Okay. Everybody. Um. Okay. Let me set the scene. This is from archives of our own. This is a Charles and Jake one shot where they're already in a relationship. I don't really know how much of this I should read to you. Just see how you feel. We'll play a game. If you start liking it, mm-hmm. give me a thumbs up. Okay. Okay. And this is rated E, guys. So if you're under the eight, well, (laughs) internet's free. The internet's free. This was the way Charles liked him. Of course, he liked Jake in every way, but right now he was enjoying having Jake underneath him, hands pined above his head, fidgety with arousal. Jake, only in his underwear, even though Charles was still dressed. Jake letting out desperate little sounds in between kisses. Don't move your hands, Charles ordered. First of all, I need to stop and say, this is not accurate character development. No, no. Charles would never say that to Jake but well to see Charles in this light is is just something else that's how I see him every episode okay he let go of Jake's wrist to run his own hands over Jake's body leaning down to trail kisses across his collarbone there were two ways for this game to play out sometimes Jake would say something like yes sir and do as he was told he would submit to Charles commands as he submitted to his mouth but most of the time Charles would have to work a little harder to get Jake to behave he kissed Jake's mouth again hard and sloppy and then one of Jake's hands was in his hair, the other one sliding up the back of his thigh to grope his butt. Charles allowed himself... I, I just need to interject. This is a really painting a picture, but this is like genuinely quite beautifully written. I lost it at butt, but just didn't feel like it belonged in To grope his mounds, his behind mounds. <laughs> I just feel like we were really in the zone and then, and then butt. Yeah, what would be a bit of... His bum? His... Tush. I feel like ass is always better. Oh yeah. I just feel like it has some oomph to it, but but. Mm. Also, I just love that in this scenario, Jake's just like an absolute little brat. Simp. Yeah. He's a little simp in this. Yeah. I wonder if I can just fast forward to like something really sexy. <laughs> something real sexy. Some real sexy. This is creating such an interesting visual in my brain. As someone that has watched a huge amount of this show, I'm currently rewatching it from the beginning. I think I'm on like. I really four. hope this changes the way you watch it. I think it will, and I'm not sure if I'm super okay with it. <laughs> This is not This appearing. just doesn't... I'm reading down and it doesn't seem to be giving me what I want. Oh, that's disappointing. Okay. Here we go. I want it so bad, said Jake. Just, oh my God, Charles. I want your mouth on me so fucking badly. I wish I could do an Andy Samberg accent. <laughs> Imagine. He bucked his hips against Charles' hand again, even though he was deliberately keeping it away from Jake's cock. Fuck, I want you to suck my dick. Please, I'm so hard for you. <laughs> Charles licked Jake's cock from base to tip and Jake moaned at the contact. And this is not laughing at the person who wrote this because work, girl. Yeah, or get it. King, I don't know who wrote this. But it's just so, I love fandoms. I yeah. love fan culture. It's hilarious. It's the fact that some innocent soul watched this show and was like, what would make this better? These two fucking. Yeah, they better be fucking. Yeah. And then I'm going to explicitly describe how they're fucking. As you should, baby. I respect it. As you goddamn should. Okay, I also found some Buffy ones. Okay, cool. These are the top ships in the Buffy universe. Mm -hmm. Spike and Buffy. Obviously. Angel and Buffy. Obviously. Rupert and Buffy. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, continue. Xander and Spike. This is an order. Ooh, I like that combo. You're not going to believe what I found. Xander and Spike. (laughs) And then it's Tara and Willow, Faith and Buffy, Angel and Spike. Oh, yeah. Xander and Anya and Jenny and Rupert. 
Okay. There's definitely not enough Willow in there for my liking. And those. She's only one. I know. And that's Where's shocking. the Willow and Buffy ones? Right? Isn't that obvious? Isn't that obvious? Didn't Willow and Xander get together as well? Yeah. Willow's like spent most of the series pining over Xander. Girl, for what? Broaden your horizons, babe. And she did eventually. And it was she great. did. And then Queer Icon. So like, we're here for it. Okay. So the one shot I found, or I say one shot, I was like, 20 fucking chapters was Holy written shit. in 2003 oh yes 2003 and it's called I want to say Loserville it was almost 20 years ago I want to say it's called Loserville yeah yeah this was written almost 20 years ago and I must say not terribly written okay good I'm excited okay to set the scene because I'm just going to jump in where I screenshotted mm-hmm. last night at 4am while I was reading really all these fanfics the I really did and I was getting really distracted I read a lot of fanfiction last <laughs> night but this I think was like the top Buffy Xander Spike fic ever mm-hmm. but I guess that did have 20 years to, to like get to the top. rack up the kudos mm-hmm. Xander and Spike are at a bar for some reason I cannot recall and somebody's calling Xander gay okay. I'm not gay Xander insisted I'll prove it because Octopus Boy looked so disbelieving Xander was struck by the mad impulse to prove him wrong so he grabbed Spike by the t-shirt just as a vampire was reaching for his beard mug Xander yanked him forward and mashed his mouth against Spike's and kissing a man not to mention a vampire he hated was just as bad as he thought it would be until Spike recovered from his surprise and opened his mouth. Inside, it was wet and slippery, tasting tinny from the blood and cheap pilsner. Just as Xander got used to the feeling, Spike tilted his head and took over with sharp, thorough stabs of his tongue. I don't like that. He was licking every inch of Xander's mouth and wanted more. The kiss turned hard and messy when Spike started sucking and biting and making hungry noises in his throat. Xander decided he liked that a lot and sucked right back. Sweet and merciful Zeus, Spike could kiss and hey grind grinding was good really good Xander didn't know a guy's hips could move that way it wasn't until Xander realized that he was making those high moany noises he always made when he was in desperate need of getting his dick out of his pants right now that he was in trouble oh god Oh God, no! Wow, wow! Got again. And it gets worse. Like the story just keeps going. I'm showing Michaela screenshots. Oh my lord, that is a lot. I'm trying to see if there's. It's a very interesting pairing that I can get behind. I'm not mad at it though. No, I'm not mad at it. I'm over the Spike and Buffy after you tried to rape her. Yeah, not ideal. Not ideal in the slightest. And definitely a good like enemies to lovers, which we've already talked about as being a personal favorite. Thinking about the fact that I used to read like 40 chapters of these smuts written by people on the internet I have nothing but respect because I tried to write fan fiction I just wasn't committed enough and have the work ethic nobody wants to fucking work these days (laughs) and she's right because I didn't I couldn't put in the time I have nothing but respect oh god what have you found the first time Xander rimmed Spike he discovered that Spike tasted dark and faintly oily it wasn't gross at all and it made Spike howl so bonus that is made him howl that's enough we're done that is we're done you're done um, dark and oily. It made him howl. Howl. So bonus. It did make him howl. That is a bonus. No, I do have the utmost respect for people that are going to put in the time and effort to do this. Especially oh, yeah. when you've got multiple chapters and the chapters are genuine chapter length. This is, people are writing full on fucking novels and I respect it. And some of them get made into really terrible movies that I cannot help but sit and watch. I still haven't watched Somebody them. defund Wattpad Studios. <laughs> Somebody defund that shit right now. <laughs> defund it. We're all 
okay to read little web pages on our phones in the middle of the night. Does that mean that it has to become a feature-length film? Um, no. No, and no, it doesn't. The thing about After as well is I remember distinctly, I didn't read all the books. I read maybe three quarters of the first book. Mm-hmm. When I went to watch the movie, I came out of the movie and I was like, well, I act like I went to the cinema. Please don't get <laughs> I it twisted. Did I did in fact go to the cinema for the second one and I got so fucked up. Like, again, drink in moderation. I was not driving home. Mm-hmm. I got so fucked up and it was so fucking funny. The movie's only watchable if you're belligerent. Gotcha. To be honest. I still haven't seen any of it. I don't think I'm willing to put myself through that. Yeah. Fucking Trevor. <laughs> You've seen the movie. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, all that's all you need to know. To okay, be great. honest. Done. But I was adamant that when I read the book in high school, he showed everyone her bloody sheets from when he took her virginity. And I googled it and I was in fact correct. That did happen. But they didn't. They were like, for the movie, this seems fucked up. Yeah, like a no-go. Even more fucked up than just like his general behaviour in all of the movies so far. Anyway, so I went to my favourite place, Goodreads, Mm -hmm. to see if I could find some funny smart quotes and some just in general crazy ass Mm -hmm. quotes from smart books. I'm here for it. And so let's just give Michaela a little taste of what what she's missing out on. I would go to hell and back if it meant I got to fuck you raw again. Michaela's saying no. I'm saying not necessarily saying no. I just, I have a visceral reaction to the sentiment of fucking raw that sounds painful like yeah adding raw into the mix sounds painful i think with a lot of build up and a lot of like really setting the scene i could probably get behind it yeah and also safety first ladies and gentlemen exactly safety first i'm seeing one that i screenshot it but i didn't screenshot the whole thing and I'm really upset right now. Should I put it in my mouth? If you're feeling brave enough, how much of it? And then I cut it off. Oh. Do you not need to know the answer now? Look, I wouldn't go as far as saying I need to know, but I'm intrigued to know. I'd like to know. Yeah. Shut up, come here. Her stomach dipped as he lifted her, then put her between his spread thighs. Her back was against his chest. Sometimes when I read these, I'm like, I physically can't even visualize how you guys are sitting right now. Yeah, I can't visualize how they're sitting and I definitely cannot visualize how they got there. He leaned against the stone pillar of the monument they were absolutely not about to defile i do like the word defile we want a companion not a whore the book is called sugar daddy companion not a whore i think you could do both Pokena los dos yeah why not both christ my cock is thickening faster than no <laughs> oh god christ my cock is thickening faster than whisked gravy over a high heat. Wow. That was an interesting comparison. There's a lot of things that you could have used in that moment. Literally kind of anything else. And yet gravy? Sure. Let's go with that. And unfortunately, Goodreads did not provide with the funny smart quotes. So you'll be my bodyguard for any guys who I want to introduce. To- Wait. Hold on. I can- I'm reading too much today. I can't even. I'm illiterate. <laughs> I'm illiterate and belligerent. So you'll be my bodyguard for any guys who want to introduce me to anal eye joke. I will defend your virtue and your ass to the death, he says with a knightly bow. I don't know how I feel about that. I think defending virtue is lovely. What's wrong with defending us, Michaela? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with defending us. I just don't think it needs a... What they call it a nightly vow nightly vow oh lolo's i can't even oh lo- <laughs> lo- i can't say lola right now <laughs> lola lola oh lola's boobs he says into my chest i wish we knew each other better i crack up laughing what's that you say he jokes putting his ear to my right breast you wish you could come out to play more often but lola doesn't let you that's a shame <laughs> that is quite the visual i'm at I, the, i'm at the end of the rope i think that i'm at the end of the rope we're, we we definitely are journeyed into ick territory with that last one this whole episode was supposed to be me convincing you to 
read it, I've convinced myself to never read it again. That's a literal lie. Nothing will stop you. Nothing will stop me because I'm too far gone now. Yeah, you're invested. I'm so far gone. I started reading those like terrible book talk recommendations. No, like you're just like, so starved for content. So starved for content. I'll read anything. And I am a whore for those fucking book talk videos where it's like just a paragraph, one random fucking paragraph in a book and they just give it to me. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Now I have to read the whole, I need to get the context of what's going on. And that's what they're trying to achieve and they've succeeded with you. I read that book, The Lady in the Yellow Room or Yellow Wallpaper, The Yellow Wallpaper. Right. It's like a 10 page long old timey short story. And I just read it because I saw one little TikTok about it. And you dedicated your time to do that. Yeah. Based on one small recommendation. It actually took me ages because again, I'm Siobhan, I'm 22 and I've never fucking learned how to read. <laughs> Old timey language? I was no. struggling. And it really brings me back to when I had to do reading logs in high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the book. No. I watched the film. But I think everyone does book reports on books that they can easily watch movies of. Yeah. I didn't it's read a book. Smarter not harder. Through the entirety of high school. I read one book, The Outsiders. That's all I read. That is astounding considering how much you read now yeah but I only started reading last year yeah I haven't picked up a book since primary school yeah. before then yeah I, t- I think I tell myself on a very regular basis like it's one of those recurring new year's resolutions where I'm like I'm gonna start reading and I own a lot of books I like buying books it's a big joy of mine actually reading them to completion no haven't done it can't do it interesting I also love buying books when I moved into the flat my whole bedside table was full of books and all All of them were like, who the fuck bought these? I was like, who bought these books? Because I must have bought them in high school. Right. Like, I must have the weirdest fucking warehouse, $2 sale books that you've ever seen in your life. And have you actually read them? No, I left them at home in my sister's bookshelf. I just slotted them in there, tried to hide them like, amongst it her was books. It me. It was huh, not who, me. Who bought the Hunchback of Silicon Valley or whatever the <laughs> fuck weird book that I had? So many random as fuck books in there. I love that. Well done. But yeah. Thank you for this experience today. It's really been eye-opening. Uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get a job as an erotic narrator. I think you should. I think we can use this as a self-taping that you can submit. Yeah, I'm at the moment reading for my book club a cowboy romance mm-hmm. and my friend is a very big audiobook person. Right. Which to me is funny because it's a book club, not a podcast club. Teach their own. But when we picked the book, we were like, surely the audio file of this is like country yeah. accent, surely. And it, and it wasn't. That's deeply upsetting. So I'll work on my country accent so I can fill in those roles. Yeah, you can really reach that niche. I can reach that niche audience, aka me and my book club, mm-hmm. the only people reading those books. Yeah. And satisfy what we all deserve. It's just some country accents. Country accents. I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> And Are this we is where in Texas? This is where Siobhan completely isolates a portion of our listeners. You're good. Like, you tell me that one good. <laughs> okay, before we disappear for the episode, do you have any top recommendations of books that you would tell people to read if they were thinking about getting into smart? Great question. So some recs. 
first of all, stay away from Fifty Shades of Grey. Obviously. I think that should be obvious to everyone involved. I see. I need to stop because I'm about to go off on a tangent about how the movie was so actually not sexy. None of it was sexy. When he chewed her bread, when he <laughs> ate that toast, you know, you know. A big one on TikTok is A Court of Thorns and Roses. Okay. I've never read it personally because I'm not a big fantasy person. I didn't even put that on the tropes list for you to yeah, smash like, past. Yeah, like fairies and witches. Yeah, and that's just not a bit of me. I like okay. to watch it, but read it not really my vibe but her good reviews yeah and I see a lot because I'm not on book talk all of the time Mm -hmm. but whenever I get funnily enough whenever I get book recommendations it's always smart which I feel like is the universe trying to tell me something but all every single time it is a smart book that involves fairies and I don't know why fairies so specifically I don't know if it's trying to tap into an element of my childhood where I was very fairy obsessed. Tinkerbell? No, and not even fairies in that way. Okay, first of all, and this is definitely an Australian New Zealand thing, so I don't expect any of you listening to necessarily remember this. And I'm not sure if you were too young to remember this, but the TV show The Fairies? No. It was like three fairy gals living their best life. That... TV show had a chokehold over me as a child. I subsequently had several fairy themed birthday parties as a kid. Every year was a fairy themed birthday cake and going through and I see it um, on TikTok and online and stuff all the time of like various like little trinkets or something that you gravitated towards as a child says various things about yourself as an adult. And so for me it was always a direct tie between little like ceramic fairy figurines and ceramic dolphins. Okay. The ceramic dolphins giving me very auntie vibes. Yeah. It was, it also ties into the whole, there's like this running trope that, or like running stereotype that if you wanted to be a marine biologist as a kid, that you are queer now to some extent. Um, I think if you wanted to be a marine biologist, you were human. (laughs) Who didn't want to do that? Why did everybody want to be a marine biologist when what the fuck does a marine biologist do? I have no idea, but I considered it seriously to the point where I was like looking at tertiary education options. Oh yeah. I'm afraid of the ocean. I am deeply afraid of the ocean. Michaela. <laughs> but like a marine biologist, something about that spoke to me. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that you would work with animals as well, but I'm pretty sure a marine biologist works with like reefs and stuff. Yeah. There are some marine animals and marine biology in terms of animal biology involved, but it's mostly reefs and like microbes in the ocean and like ocean health and things like that. I have a couple of friends that have done various kind of marine science careers which like they were clearly just living my childhood dream apparently but it is not what I expected as a child even though I was very obsessed and so yeah I had a collection of dolphin figurines and fairy figurines how does TikTok know that I know because I I think it's just like forget that sometimes some experiences even though they seem so individual are so much more universal there is no original experience No. no original thoughts no original experiences we all be living the exact same life literally I hop onto the old interwebs and it's just everyone telling me that they have experienced almost exactly the very niche experiences that I thought were very niche as a child turns out were not. So yeah, very into fairies and apparently that is why all of my book talk recommendations are fairy porn. Work. Recommendations from me I'm not a great person to ask but I can tell people the last smart books Oh yes, okay. So currently I'm reading Rough Roaring Ready by Lorelai James, Mm -hmm. number five in the Rough Riders because the Kiwi accent. Mm -hmm. Rough Riders collection of books. I'm a fan. Okay. I 
like it so far. Have you read the other books in the collection? No. For book club, we searched through cowboy romance. We were pretty set on that being the topic. Right. So you were just finding a book that fit the bill. Yeah. So I was reading through a bunch of different plots and this one was two guys, one girl, Mm -hmm. but the guys were gay for each other as well. So just yes on all accounts. Yeah. So we picked that one. I'm into it. And also I think smart like this be real. The plot isn't super important to the vibes so I don't think that this is even like related to any of the other ones right and even if it was I don't give a fuck it's not relevant to me not here for plotline no and then the only other one that I read since like before then because I've been on a bit of a romance kick with smart in it right rather than just purely smart yeah purely smart I read a book called act your age which okay was an interesting one Mm -hmm. it was like no I can't even speak this into existence (laughs) that I read this book by Eve Dangerfield it's about a girl who has a daddy king but everyone is of consenting age yes and they role play that right and I feel like I started reading it as a joke but then I had to finish it right so it's like a bit of an age play yeah kind of focus okay yeah again we're not here to yuck someone's yum as long no. as everyone involved I mean I read it yeah a bit of yum there but other than that yeah I've been on a bit of the romance kick I read obviously Bridgerton the Viscount who loved me just finished that last night before that I read the road trip beach read beach read is a good one okay to be honest it's pretty sexy but lots of plot okay so actually my recommendation would be if you want to get into smart get into romance yeah, start with romance and then continue down your journey. And then find out what niche of smut you like because I think romance in general is quite broad. The storylines don't really change that much. The tropes are very similar and the sex is very similar. Whereas if you go down the smut route, you get like age play. Yeah, you can really explore. Fetishes, like you can really play with what your fetishes are. Yeah, which is also like probably a great way to discover what your fetishes are if you yeah. are in a place where you want to broaden your horizons in that way because you're not always going to find someone willing to try all those things out with yeah you. exactly you can if you download hot app and use our bedroom feature to find people that are also looking for what you're looking for in the bedroom but that's not always the easiest thing yeah. to do in real life so definitely and especially when you're considering or think you might be into something my recommendation even not as a smart reader would be to explore the smart options before you try and explore the porn options when it comes to like understanding a particular fetish or a particular kink better I think smart will ease you into it potentially a bit more than porn would potentially not give you a great foundation of what these kinks actually are yeah and I also feel like most smart is written by a woman yeah and I think that's a big difference and most porn is made by men yeah and for the male gaze so that's not saying that every single smart that has like a focus on kinks is well written accurate Mm -hmm. or female pleasure focused because there are going to be ones that are not but on the 50 shades of grey yeah (laughs) but on the whole it's a lot ever safer Mm. in the sense of it's a lot more of an easing into those kinds of and a lot more centred around female pleasure which porn is not often at all obviously there are some ethical porn producers and we'll have a big discussion about that at some point because I think there's a lot that's happening in the porn industry at the moment that is trying to do better but definitely I think 
smart can absolutely be a great tool to learn about yourself and what you're into. But I totally understand the recommendation of starting with romance and taking that journey depending on yeah. what you're finding that you're gravitating towards and, and not. And TikTok's great. Like, just get on Smart Talk yeah. and you'll be fine. Exactly. They know more than me. They've read more than me. No. I read more than I used to, but I'm not I'm not a superhuman. <laughs> I know Spencer Reed here. No. Uh, but yeah, if you guys have any recommendations, yeah. send them along to us at goodgirls underscore podcast. I'll probably put up a story asking for your recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. But definitely flick us through any recommendations that you have. Everyone is still trying to convert me. And I, yeah. If you've got some kind of lesbian yeah. smart options, let me ask my friend. <laughs> she will have a lot of options for you. For like queer options. Yeah. 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 I won't go into too much detail about that. But yeah, like definitely flick your recommendations forward. You can either DM us via Instagram, like Siobhan just mentioned, or you can always send us an email at goodgirls at hudapp.com. We are on the other side of that email address and we will happy to have a chat and have a bit of back and forth. But yeah, this has been an eye-opening episode for me. I think it hasn't been an episode that makes me still not want to journey down the smart route. I do think I would gravitate more towards the fanfic side than actual actual smart smart. books. Yeah, I think it would help because smart itself doesn't have a lot of plot and I do need a little bit of plot to like get things going that I feel like fanfic would be a better it's obviously a lot more wild so what I'm hearing is the Charles and Jake fanfic had a hold on you (laughs) (laughs) had a hold on Michaela it's gonna make me watch the show with some different eyes that's for sure yeah alrighty guys we'll see you next week we will be talking about we're gonna be talking about the orgasm gap if you listened to last week's episode where we talked about blue balls we did mention the orgasm gap a little bit but we definitely want to take a deep dive it is eye-opening to say the least yeah (laughs) okay tune in next week guys lovely to speak with you goodbye